Hey, it's Lights Camera Jackson. You're listening to the LCJ Q&A podcast, and you can read these interviews at animationscoop.com. One of the big animated movies for the holiday season is so much fun. It's so much fun for the whole family and for Adam Sandler fans. It's Leo premiering Tuesday, November 21st on Netflix. Joining me, directors Robert Marionetti and David Wachtenheim. Guys, welcome to the LCJ Q&A. Jackson, it's great to be here. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Oh, I love the movie. First of all, congratulations. It is terrific. Thank you Thanks. so much. Thanks. Means a lot. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's it's great fun. Adam Sandler voices this 74-year-old lizard named Leo in a fifth grade Florida classroom. Robert, how did you want to get involved in telling this very unique story and quite a journey? Oh, uh, well, we've worked with the th there's a third director who couldn't be here today, Robert Smigel. And we've worked with Robert. David and I have our own company here in New York City. We've worked with Robert on Saturday Night Live's TV Funhouse back in the late 90s. Um, Robert introduced us to Adam on Hotel Transylvania 2, where David and I were heads of story. Wow. And um, it was just a great experience working with Adam. And uh, he kept on saying, I'm going to do a film with you guys one day. One day, you know. And sure enough, that day, five years later, Adam, a man of his word, called us up and uh showed us this script and we fell in love with it immediately. We couldn't keep our big mouths shut. We started giving him ideas and talking about this and that. Anyways, it was a really, uh, it was a really good, a, a nice relationship. We share similar ses sensibilities, Robert Smigel and the two of us. Again, we've worked for th oh, probably longer than you've been on the face of the earth. We've worked together <laughs> and, um, we also share them with Adam. You know, we all have Saturday night live in common. Uh, we don't try and change people's jokes. What we try and do is elevate them, you know, add the animation angle to it and do something fun with it, throw out different type of ideas, different takes on their jokes, perhaps. So again, it was uh, getting the chance to work with these guys on a feature film, our first feature. Hmm. It was a fantastic opportunity. And how could we ever say no? You know, this is great. Yeah. This is a really funny movie with a lot of smart comedic commentary on the school system. David, what kind of research did you just ask around and go, what's going on with kids these days? <laughs> well, we, we've been in school as kids ourselves, and we have kids who've been in school. And so it's just personal experiences. I mean, this is really Robert Smigel's uh, idea of the lizard aspect and uh, observing the classroom for 70 plus years and and the kids' struggles going from elementary school to middle school and the anxiety involved. And he had kids around the same, that age at the time when he was writing it. And Adam has kids around that age too. And and uh, it was just kind of Robert's personal experiences and ideas that, that just, you know, we wanted it to relate to kids and their parents. Parents, it's the parents' perspective of, of you know, being a parent-teacher conferences and, and, having kids that resemble this and, and that you can recognize as uh, just to make it very real and relatable to both parents and children. And teachers. Yes, this movie has a lot of funny aspects, but a lot of heartwarming aspects because Robert Leo is this 74-year-old lizard. He gives advice to these kids and he is this grandpa figure to them almost like a Mary Poppins figure as well. And it's amazing what you do with that angle of this film. That's so right on the money. Like, I think Adam was referring to him as a, you know, that slightly eccentric uncle figure too, you know, um, Mary Poppins. We grew up with that film, you know, and love it. 
And Robert Smigel had a really great observation. He was telling us that when he was younger, you know, you, you gravitate towards certain characters. The kids are Mary Poppins. You love the animation in the film. But as he's gotten older, he realizes, wait a second, he hated Mr. Banks when he was young. But now it's like, wait, I, I, I know where that guy's coming from. And, you know, that's how we wanted to approach the movie. Uh, the story could be it plays for all ages. You know, you hear directors say eight to 80. And in this film, that was one of Adam's mandates. He wanted people to be able to sit down with their family, with their grandparents even, and yeah. just like find something, a, a kernel of uh, of similarities or something that people, everyone could relate to. And I think, uh, I think we accomplished that, you know, kids with their small problems from like friends, not talking to them anymore to bigger ones, like coming from uh, uh, divorced parents. Right. And then, Adam, you mentioned the 74 and a half year old lizard. We're all starting to get to that age where our mortality is like looking at us like, you know, straight in the eye type of thing where we start thinking about our mortality, I should say. So we've Some got are closer than others. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm not going to say who, but anyways, it's me. Anyways, but that's what we were hoping for. And I'm so glad that you picked up on that and appreciated it like that. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, I love that. And I love what you do with the songs. I mean, David, you've got songs in here. One is a, a Don't Cry song, which is hilarious. Everybody's going to love that forever. And then you've got a song like When I Was 10, which is going to make people cry. Yeah, those. I mean, those are all written by Robert Smigel, and they're just fantastic with some additional uh, lyrics by Sandler, I think. But the speaking of Mary Poppins, the Don't Cry was specifically based on that that's that the you know the the lullaby song that Mary Poppins sings you know don't don't go to sleep or we'll stay awake we're just like the you know she's telling them to stay awake and then uh, they fall asleep into being a song and this is kind of like the same kind of twist it was like don't cry but it's really you know it, it's a comedic element to where, where, where Leo's saying you know he's just disgusting to cry and how horrible it's to cry but we as an audience realize it's all kind of tongue in cheek and and that really it's a, how important it is to cry and then yeah when I was ten is just a beautiful. Oh. It's a beautiful song, which is so it's it's so funny in that these kids are reminiscing of <laughs> these 10 year old kids reminiscing when they were younger, which was just like, you know, last year. And, and the simplicity of their more innocent, younger selves of how life was so innocent. Yeah, it's it's a it's a beautiful, heartwarming song. Yeah, I was just going to add a little at a screening recently, an adult came up to me afterwards and said that when I was 10 song, they couldn't believe they were laughing at the lyrics but they had a lump in their throat because it's so sweet and they're so heartfelt. And he said, he thanked me for that. And I said, not me. Thank Robert Smigel, you know? So yeah, it's a real special song when I was 10. It's so true. It's so honest. And that's what you get out of this experience with Leo. It's on Netflix, November 21st. I've got Robert and David here with me on the LCJ Q&A podcast. The voice cast is great. Bill Burr is hilarious as Squirtle the Turtle. And Robert, working with Cecily Strong, who I didn't even recognize as Miss Malkin, the teacher. She does a great job with that voice performance. Oh, thank you. I, I'm thanking you for Cecily. Like, And we all couldn't agree more with you. Um, Cecily, it was an interesting uh, journey. Originally, uh, a, a larger stars were being talked about. People were like, you know, name recognition like uh as far as box office and all and what happened is uh we did a table read in los angeles and through the saturday night live connections robert smigel's friends with cecily she came in at close to the last minute as a favor just to help like you know give us a sense we used that table read as animators to uh inspire the storyboard artists and the the creative the, the design teams 
Cecily came in. She came in and undid her bag. She got, only got the script a few days earlier. Hmm. She had notations in the script. And uh, the minute we heard her voice, I'm not exaggerating. The minute we heard her voice, it's like, that's our Ms. Malkin. She was that fantastic. She's an, got an incredible voice. She's an incredible singer. Um, there was no question. Right During that table read, I was like, Mrs. Malkin came to life in front of our eyes. That was great. She does a terrific job. And yeah, go ahead. I just want to mention some of the other, like, like Jason Alexander has a part in this. Like, you know, um, Robert has worked with him in the past, Robert Smigel, and he's friends with him. Jason came on board and, uh, you know, I, I think we couldn't have him not sing. You know, he's got such a great voice and a great presence that like, it, was, it was wonderful working with everybody. Yeah. Yeah, he's terrific. It's a great wild uh, musical number that he's a part of. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's very fun. And David, I, I want to ask you, through this experience, this movie has a lot to say about human behavior, about children and adults, also a lot about animal behavior. So what kind of surprised you as you were making this about human and animal behavior? Well, I mean, yeah, we're really treating the animals like humans in a sense. We we looked at a lot of, uh, we did look at a lot of lizard and turtle videos just to see how they move around and and it, it was more about uh, just kind of getting this, the, the age sense, the sense that these are creatures that have been around for a long time and what they can, what wisdom they can impart from learning, you know, living in a little terrarium, the, you know, two by one terrarium for so long, um, you know, and then and, and what their observation would be of the human world and how human kids interact. Um, yeah, we did some some cursory reptile you know, research just to get it, you know, some things right. But it was, it's really more about the human behavior of animals, if that makes any sense, you know, trying to get, you know, instill some humanity in them. But um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun just trying to, to show that juxtaposition between these, these secluded little creatures and what they've, you know, what they're, what they think the outside world and what humans go through. Right, right. Yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of great layers to Leo. A lot of people will uh, uncover over Thanksgiving weekend watching this. I want to do a few uh, Leo lightning round questions with you guys. So for the, the first one, I've got one in mind, but I want to hear your answer first. This, the Adam Sandler character you would love to see Leo interact with. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, I, I think from Uncut Gems. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> Uh, I forget the, the character's name, but I think those two would be a, a great fit. Just joking. <laughs> the, tra the trailer has a little Billy Madison reference in it, which was kind of fun, which a lot of people, a lot of big fans uh, caught up. Yeah. Waiting for the book. Yeah. 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 The, uh, yeah. yeah. And then I, I'm, that's a funny one with, with Uncut Gems. I also think if Leo went, because he's in Florida, got to go on the golf course with Happy Gilmore. And they oh, went, of course. That's right. right? On the golf course. Yes. Yeah. Rest in peace to Bob Barker. And yes, that would be yes, it. Yes. Would be fun. All right, the craziest field trip that you guys ever went on, maybe in elementary school. That's a big goal of this movie for this class to go on the great uh, theme park field trip at the end. Wow. Um, I'm from Western New York. And when I was really small, there was a, a North Pole village. And they took our class when we were probably under, I would say like first grade, second grade. 
And I just remember like being confused. Like we just drove up to the North Pole. Like they had actual reindeer there. So like you're a kid and you're going through this barn and you're seeing, and like, you know, as a kid, your first question, where's Rudolph? You know, it's like, where's the red nosed reindeer? But again, going to this place called the North Pole Village, like when you're like six years old and not having any clue, that was amazing. That was crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm just outside of Albany, New York. So oh, really, yes. Yeah, so I know there's there's North Pole, there's Santa's Village, and they're still in North Pole, New York. You know, North. Uh, there's still a lot there, so that's that is cool. That's great. By the way, our animation director Jason Figliozzi, he was from Albany. He is originally from outside of Albany, and. Nice. Uh, just a shout out to all the New Yorkers out there from uh, upstate New York. Absolutely. Yes. David, you got a, uh, a field trip uh, that comes back to you? <laughs> the only thing I can really think of, it's not even from elementary school, it's from high school. It was, it was a, 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 a youth group trip that we were going to the Grand Canyon. This is not, maybe not even appropriate for this uh, audience. <laughs> we are going to the Grand Canyon. And for some reason, we stopped off in Las Vegas and we were a bunch of 15-year-olds. And, wow. and our counselor said, go ahead, have fun. <laughs> and we all snuck into the casino, a little casino outside of Vegas in Laughlin. And uh, me and my friends were playing slot machines and I, and we were trying to be not inconspicuous. And I ended up winning a jackpot of $25 <laughs> and the bells are going off. I'm like, let's just get the money and get out of here. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. 30, 30 seconds left guys. Just very quickly. How about this Leo balloon being at the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade? We've been saying that that that's not hasn't it wasn't even on a bucket list. It wasn't even a possible thought that was in our mind. So to have that happen was just just such an incredible incredible thing. It, it wasn't even something that we considered as a goal. It and, just didn't exist. And more importantly, the balloon handlers. A little love and like shout out to the balloon handlers handlers because I know two people are going to be actually handling handling the balloon. On Thanksgiving uh, morning. If you see it kind of going off the track a little bit, it's probably because it's his fault. somebody might it's be pulling it. David's there. fault. Have an amazing time, guys, being a part of that on Thanksgiving. And I can't wait for families to watch Leo starting November 21st on Netflix. Thank you for being here today on the LCQ. Thank you. Podcast. Great interview. Thank Thanks you, guys. So I'm Lights Camera Jackson. For all these episodes, go to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and lights camera jacksoncom